there was one devotee who was living in Vrindavan. This was the time when Srila Prabhupada just procured some land in Brajabhumi, in Ramanraiti. And he wanted to construct a temple there. And he asked some of his disciples to come from the west to live in Vrajadham to help him build this temple. So the devotees were very excited. Ah, we get to live in Vrindavan. Hari Hari Bo. They were so excited to live in Vrindavan. And when they got there, Prabhupada told them, I want you to build this temple. This is how I want you to build it. And you know how when you're from another part of the world and you try to accomplish something in India, you realize that you're in another world. In America, you just pay someone, they do it. In India, you pay them, you have to make sure they're not cheating, you have to make sure that they practically follow them around all day. And they still don't, they still usually never get around to doing it. Especially in the villages. So these devotees, they were expecting, we'll just find a good contractor, we'll give them some money, and we'll just go to the holy places and chant, Radhe, Radhe. But then they found out that they were constantly being harassed by cheating contractors and politics of the city and politics of the date and politics of the county and politics of the federal government for permits. And it was just all day long just fighting and trying to figure out how is this possible. So the person who was leading up the project, he was a sannyasi, said to Prabhupada, did I take sannyas and come to Vrindavan to do this? Simply argue about money with construction workers and deal with the local politicians? Prabhupada, I'm in Vrindavan. I want to just chant Hare Krishna. I just want to sit at Radha Kund, Imli Tal, and just chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, all day, Prabhupada, just let me just chant Hare Krishna. Here I am, Rajadham, the Kadamba trees, the Jamuna, the peacocks, Krishna's playing his flute. Why am I doing all this nonsense? So let me just chant and read all day, Prabhupada. I could do it. And Prabhupada's replied to him was, why are you so attached to your sense gratification? He said, Prabhupada, sense gratification? Sense gratification means illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, meat-eating. I don't want any of those things. I just want to chant Hare Krishna all day. And Prabhupada explained a higher understanding of sense gratification. He said, sense gratification is anything that is contrary to what pleases your Guru and Krishna. He said, your chanting is to argue with the local politicians and argue with the contractors and get this temple built. You chant your 16 rounds attentively. You follow the four regulative principles. You attend morning and evening classes in RT. And you work all day. That is your spiritual life. And if you want to do what you want to do, that is sense gratification. So you know what that devotee did? He resigned from his post. And he began to chant all day. And then he disappeared. Ten, nine, eight, <laughs> seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Blast off. And he was last found in the beaches of Hawaii, surfing. <laughs> we have to accept the fact that we are neophytes. A devotee who thinks he's advanced is a neophyte. A devotee who thinks he's so advanced that he could transcend the order of the spiritual master, he is a neophyte. 
And a devotee who humbly realizes that I'm the most fallen, I better be very strict about what Guru Maharaj says. He is actually on the royal road back home, back to Godhead. You see, this is due to false pride. No matter how advanced we are, we are never too advanced to surrender to the order of the senior sadhus. Otherwise, it is false pride. And that false pride is the seed which will fructify in a spiritual catastrophe. We must always consider ourselves to be the most fallen. We should never think ourselves to be advanced. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.